This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Here, Albie. I have been afraid for this episode for years. Legit years. I am here. Chell's here. Hey, guys. Uh, I have my future mother-in-law. Hi. And my future <laughs> sister-in-law, Augusta. Hey. Here for the first time doing the show, and it is a very awkward setup. We are, we're here. We're all sitting on the same couch. We're making this work. <laughs> Everything is absolutely, it is, it is just, this is a long time coming. First question right out of the gate, okay? Um, to my, my future mother-in-law, who I absolutely adore, I say it all the time, okay? Uh, we're going to go first names this for, for your guys' sake, but I'm usually not dis- disrespectful. But, so Dana is here. Um, Hi, guys. Quick things. We had our auras done. Uh, we had aura photography done. We took Gus right before she went back to school. We did we do this thing called Epcot Day VHL. We jump around and we hit all these different. I think people saw it on Instagram. All these different styles of like we did like a Mexican place and a Japanese place and an Italian place whole thing. And for some reason we we had the best one ever with Gus like two weeks ago. We got our auras done and you guys went and got them done yesterday. And yours and mine are exactly the freaking same. It's crazy. And it's like the rare one. <laughs> Right? It's really crazy. And we've been saying this forever. So I'm just going to put that out there just so I score some points before we get into the real stuff. But how are we? I am good. I, I am tired. I am working hard for the big bridal shower on Saturday. We have the bridal shower Saturday. Um, some quick hits. Have you been offended that you have not done a Dear Albie to this point X amount of years in? I have not. A little, a little slightly <laughs> offended. I mean, it was just the timing. <laughs> Okay, no. I'm slightly. No, well, I, I, did, I, I did say the that. Christmas. I did the. Uh, yeah, you were the live one. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we, you know, obviously we've been throwing this stuff together uh, uh, as of late, and I love you all, and I thank you for being patient. We have obviously real life stuff that's happening, um, and it's been very exciting stuff. So Chell has her shower this weekend, and you guys have been going like crazy. Uh, pretty much. So there have been a million different questions in anticipation of, of you coming on the show specifically. And we'll get into, I think, everything little by little. But Uh-oh, should I be scared? No, it's all good <laughs> stuff. It's, you know, I find that we talk about you a lot, um, uh, you know, obviously off off air. Do you listen when we talk about you? Like when mom talks about you? I listen it or, to every episode. I'm really? a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last time um, we were talking, we, were, we had gotten into my bachelor party plans or lack thereof, how I'm just not being very cooperative. Very interesting, though, to talk about. And, Gus, I'm excited for you to chime in on this, too. 
Chell's original bachelorette plan was to do Burning Man this year. I always wanted to go. So now... We always talked about it. I really wanted to go because my mom, for Christmas, I think like a few years back, got me the Burning Man book. And I'm super into photography, a.k.a. how me and Albie met. And I've always wanted to just go out there and shoot all the really artistic things that are out there, like the builds they do, the fire burning, the awesome outfits. I really didn't want to go to, like, do all the crazy shit that everybody does on there or does while they're there. Likely story, which is fine. (laughs) No, I really didn't. I honestly, ideal situation would be, like, flown in, get to shoot it, and then get flown out. It really was, like, you know, that would be my ideal thing. But obviously, with everything that just happened there, I want nothing to do with that ever. <laughs> okay, and that was never my plan. I wanted to go and do it all. I didn't want to fly in and fly out. I wanted to see, do, and experience it all. <laughs> I mean, all uh, you guys have to see the look on our face. This is like actually very, yeah, I don't even want to ask. But here's why it's, this is big. Now, you've seen what happened at Burning Man. Yes. With all the rain and everything. So yes. now, imagining you guys there, Eden there as well. So Chelsea's other sister, Eden, who's not with us at the moment. Uh, you have my mother, my sister, and whatever other gaggle of lunatics that you guys put together. Stuck in the mud for five <laughs> days. Okay? So w- how would you break th- – what What do you think that experience would have been like? Who would have broken first? Would you have just like leaned into trench foot or would you just still be trying to – I feel like you would still try to make it happen party and stuff definitely or would you try would you guys have tried to escape what's the move no we would have stayed and made the best of it we would have had fun i don't think so augusta would not Gus, you to escape for sure yeah gus is not into uh anything that is dirty and (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i didn't even know what burning man was until you brought it up for your bachelorette party but gus do you think that. So Gus, you are like really of of all three of the Demonico girls. We would call you really like I would say. The, would you, would you say you're like the posh spice of of the three of you guys? <laughs> I would say that. Yes. You're like the most like like you know you like your designer stuff and everything. Like you're you're very high fashion. Yeah, I would have once if there was mud, anything like that, I would have been out of there. That's what I'm saying. You're not you're not a mud type. Now I think Mm-mm. Eden would have probably made like a clay hut. Probably. Like Eden, and Eden would have been like, Eden would have found a way. I'll tell you what, Eden would have found a way to sell mud in a, in a mud pile. She would. She would have. You know, she would find a way. She'd be like fighting people. You guys would have taken over three or four camps. She'd be like picking up everything everybody left off. I feel like Chella, Chella I think you think would have panicked? Cause I feel like Lauren would be like a very, like, do you think Lauren would have been the loudest voice of like, let's get the hell out of here? I feel like that would have been it. Lauren probably would have been very resourceful. Caroline would have never came. So she would just not have wanted to come in the first place. Um, and I feel like this is such a weird story and it really doesn't relate to this. But I feel like when I'm in panic mode, when it comes to things like that, I remember so vividly. We were drinking in high school at a friend's house and the cops came and I immediately just thought I I have asthma, but I immediately thought I'm just going to fake an asthma attack right now. So the cops see me in the corner like faking an asthma attack and I was like, I, I need to call my mom. I'm, I, can't, I don't have my inhaler. 
they let me call my mom and everybody that I came with got to come on the ride home with me and leave with no problems. And as soon as I got in the car, my friends were panicking. Where's her inhaler? And I was like, guys, I actually am not having a panic attack right now. And I do not need my inhaler. I, I mean, an asthma attack, not a panic attack. And I feel like I probably would have finessed something like that. You know, to Chris Rock, I saw him get out of there real fast. Probably would have you know, tried to do something like that to get us all out of there as fast as possible. I, I think, I don't think you would collapse. I, I'm with it. I think Lauren would probably be less, I don't know, Lauren's, Lauren could be anywhere, any, anywhere in the mix of it. I do think mom, you know, would have, I, I don't see my mom holding up very well at Burning Man in general. My mom would be very awkward at Burning Man. And you, so, I mean, like, let's think about it, right? You guys went to Italy together how many months ago now? Uh, we went in May. So there was a ton when mom came on, she was talking about how you guys went. Okay. We had a ton of questions immediately after <laughs> that were posed to mom. I'm actually going to try and rephrase some of them for you. But how would you describe going away on a, on a basically a girl's trip with my mother for, I guess, what was it, four days? It was great, like, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> I mean, I was really surprised. I was like, do you want to meet me over in Europe? Because I was going to be there for my traveling with my brother. And she was like, sure. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And she got there super, super early. She had to wait for me like a couple of hours in the airport. And then once we got together, we just, I mean, we hit the ground running and we got a lot done and we had great conversation. And I adore your mom. She's cool. She's fun. And I would do it again. For a good 20 minutes, they were a lesbian couple to some of the <laughs> Italian um people at our venue that they went to go look at they literally thought that my mother and caroline were seeking this place out for their own wedding <laughs> i don't even, like so what do they say how do you so i'm sitting going over everything and your mom was very gracious and polite and she said you know i'll walk around while you go over all the details so i'm sitting there with the person and he's looking at me and you know he, he said well <laughs> he goes would you like to have your future spouse come over and <laughs> engage in the conversation. And I just started giggling because that's what I do. And I I said, oh, no, no, wait. This is for my daughter and her son. And he goes, oh, I apologize. He goes, it was just, it was, well, it was, I guess, it wasn't unusual for him to think that because I was really getting very detail oriented. <laughs> Caroline was just the one wandering off, not caring, kind of like, you know, how Albie's been for some of this. So, you know, what? it's funny. So I, I have a, a, a dear Albie that came in. This will be your first official dear Albie, but I'm going to pose it to you because this is like it's a mirror mirror right now. Okay. Uh, dear Albie, on one of your recent shows, you mentioned how you're not super involved in the wedding process and how you feel like that is a vote of confidence in how everything's going and how much you appreciate your in-laws. Do you think though that they take it that way or do they, does it come off disinterested? Is that something you've contemplated on changing because you might be giving off the wrong vibe? Just looking out for you, Tracy. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, yes and no. You know, like because I, like you, you plan like, like better than anybody else I've ever seen. Like every vacation, obviously all of us gone on together and all that stuff. And the things obviously you guys have done before uh, and and separate. So like, also growing up doing this, it's weird for me to kind of get involved because it's like, I don't know. But but at the same time, I do wonder that sometimes that does make sense. 
So, um, you know, but to, it'll be our first year, Dana. Are you offended? Does that, is that be coming off like he doesn't care? No, <laughs> not at all. And, and thank you for the vote of confidence. Um, I think I'm just a take charge kind of person, almost to an annoying. Yeah, I just don't, I don't even want the smoke. Like, I know I just know better at this point. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just I'm a doer. Too, I know. just am a doer. I like to get things done. And I like to ask for input. And I listen to what everybody says. And I try to please everybody. But I just like to, I'm a, just a worker bee. I just want to get it done, get it done. And I think you are such an amazing on-hands type of person. I almost feel like, uh-oh, am I like taking control too much? Like, should I throw more things out there to Al because I want him to feel really involved and really loved through the whole process. So I think that way sometimes. I had another one that came in and this is hysterical because when this question was asked, this is about a month ago and I didn't get to it. I, the answer was no. It's a different answer now. I'll read you the question. Dear Albie, so excited for your and Chelsea's wedding. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to watch your face too as I ask a question. So excited for you and Chelsea's wedding. During the planning process, has there been anything that has come up that you found strange, bizarre, or a little weird that you felt bad saying anything in the moment? Don't lie. Be honest. All right. So look. So it started off no. It started off no. There and everything has been no the entire time. Okay. There's one thing that has happened that I found hysterical. I couldn't believe we were doing it. Okay, so (laughs) you are you're very detail oriented. You guys have gotten very, very granular and it's 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 awesome. Right. But there is a playlist that was given to us from the wedding band. Okay, and you guys were absolutely obsessed with what songs we couldn't play at the wedding. Now, I'm looking at it. It's a list of like how many songs are on that list. There's quite a few. And the most amazing thing I've ever seen was how seriously Chelsea's dad was taking the list and the songs he was crossing off, like, like majorly offended by certain songs. That not that it was weird to me, it was hysterical. Like to be honest with you, I I have video and I'll probably mess with this a little bit. We have two kind of reveals for you guys. Number one, that we'll see if I post some of that. Number two, something hysterical that we're gonna get into. Um, I'm gonna probably save it for last, but. Um, that was what there was. I, I believe the thing that shocked me the most did he cross off? I think it was "Happy" by Pharrell Williams. He was like, "Absolutely not." No, that one was a big no for me. It's like honestly triggering to me at that at a certain point. This the song. song's literally called "Happy." Uh, now, not, now, here's the thing: I'm not passionate about the song, but no, it's called "Happy." No, when it's played, like I used to be in a classroom where this kid played it on repeat and repeat and repeat. And to the point where if you tried to change the song, he would come for your blood. So that song is just a little triggering for me. It's played all the time at my school, and I just I just don't find that song happy anymore. I'm sorry if people love it. It's a great song. It was great when it first came out. I did like it. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't need that song. I just was shocked you guys were so passionate about it. But, but like, my dad backed me up. He upset. was like, yeah, no, fuck that song. I'm like, what's your problem <laughs> with no, this no, song? And there were there were things crossed off. Like, there were a couple things crossed off that were like, I, I was kind of surprised. But not that I even, like, it was just one of those things that I didn't think it was a triggering song. But I can't remember some of the other ones off the top of my Songs head. Songs are funny with people, though. I mean, it could just be one little particular thing that 
you know, you were in a situation and the song was on or just there's one particular lyric that you don't like or... Or some of these wedding songs too. Like, Al, I'm sure you feel this way growing up, going to so many weddings. There's just some wedding songs that are so overplayed and it's, I don't know, it's fun to have like a fresh Hmm. take on like different songs, even newer songs, older songs that usually aren't on a list, especially when you're somewhere else, like a destination wedding, you're... You're not necessarily breaking it down with like a D. I mean, we're going to have a DJ and we're going to be breaking it down. But like, I don't know. It's a different vibe there. So maybe you play like more Italian music that's, you know, or Italian words, but English songs, you know, or uh, American songs. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it would be a cool take to do that as opposed to. Like I'd listen to Happy if it was sung in Italian. No, it was, I'd just, give it was it a just chance. very funny. He 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 was just very passionate about what he did not want played, and it was like a lot of songs that were you know not like I get if you have something like you know that that's super dreary or whatever. But he's really like very. You guys are very very big on the playlist. It was very big on that. Well, it's funny now that I think back. I guess he and I are very similar because when we were getting married. There was one song that I did not want played. And just for no particular reason, I just, it, like Chelsea was saying, it was overplayed and celebration. I was like, you cannot play celebration. <laughs> so happy and celebration. I don't know. Oh my God, we are maybe the same person. <laughs> That's what 35 years does. <laughs> Goose, do you have a, a no play and a no play song list? No, I don't think I do, but I'm imagining happy being played at the wedding, and it's just not as happy as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't imagine people dancing and, like, getting hyped up about that song. It is really overplayed. This title of this podcast should just be The Demonico Family, Not Happy. <laughs> not ha- at all. But, so, we had it. This is a, this is a good one uh, as well. Let's give guests you ready for your first reality question. Sure. This is a good one. We're going we're gonna to throw one at you. This is about in-laws. This came in uninvited guest. Dear Albie, my father-in-law, bless his heart, has a habit of just dropping by our place, often at the most un- inconvenient times. The last surprise visit was during a romantic candlelit dinner, kind of, for two, and it was extremely embarrassing. How can I gently let him know that a heads up would be appreciated without sounding unwelcoming? Ooh. Um, I don't know. I think just say it in a nice way. Just let them know that they would like to know if he's coming. Just let <laughs> let them know that he's at least going to stop by because, I don't know, that's just if you're having a little intimate dinner and you're not expecting company, you're going to be kind of surprised. It could be a whole thing. Yeah, I think just kind of politely ask or don't even ask. Just kind of say like, hey, let me know next time when you're going to come over. I don't and maybe think I, they wouldn't have planned that little intimate dinner, you know? I, I don't think I would get away with that in a million years with you guys. I just don't. Like, yeah, honest to God. Like, I would just be like, look, I, I just got to accept it. I don't know. Like, put the candles out. Like, I'd be, maybe I get, like, a ring camera. Like, we get more advanced notice. Like, I put, like, a perimeter around, like, geotag you guys or something like that so we get an alert. I would be like, what are you guys doing? Is it, like, making a baby night? <laughs> So, well, well, you know, that was, I think, the first time I really realized we were, we, I had made it. Um, I think it was our first Christmas. Uh, I think I still have it here somewhere. Um, oh, the baby making, like, drops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my uh, mom gets, like, we- really weird herbal 
like remedies for things, which is great. She you knows she finds those immune drops and the tinctures and all that stuff. But every year, Albie just seems to get there's this one. It was called like Super Seed or something, or like I forget what it was, but it was like a bomb. Well, it was basically a bomb. I almost bomb b a l m not exclusively bomb. for a year and special occasions, <laughs> and then just randomly, I would get like fertility pills from your mom. No, they weren't pills. But it was not. like a salve or like a bomb that you like rub. Not down there, but you just like rub on like your temples. It's and It's been like to, half a dozen know. times. It's so weird. And she does it. And it's like every year Albie gets like something as a stocking stuffer that's just weird like that. And it's I mean, he's just rolled with it every year. So, I mean, he's a great guy for that because the first year I would have been like, what the hell am I getting? Nah, I looked into? and I was like, oh, right, you know, I was like, you know what? That's yeah, that's nice to know. I mean, your mom puts like Bombas socks in like you know and lifesavers in the um the stockings my mom puts like ball salve and yeah um, we haven't had a a, (laughs) and like vitamins yeah i don't think we've had a ball salve or a or you know a dear albie sponsor that's fertility based i don't think bombas yes um gus recently got into the uh the dear albie sponsor environment let's just say we had a we had a she she was the beneficiary really stole my fume and today they're they're here they're on they're on this episode too gus had some you know we'll just say some some uh habits i you know would encourage her to you know shift from so fume was it was the perfect little situation because they sent us out and they sponsored this show too and i was just hitting gus up i was like hey how's it going with that because it's a, it actually it was it matched your aesthetic too yeah, I would recommend the flume. <laughs> yeah, fume. It's very nice. They has a lot in. of options, a lot of different flavors. Gus getting right into it. Look at this. It's like she's media trained. Just as a natural. No, there was actually there was like a I've half a dozen using, they sent. Yeah, there was a. I've on, I've only tried the mint as of now. I actually left it at home. I went to school and then I was going to bring it when I came back this weekend. But it definitely helps. And We're gonna. The I gotta flavors hit them are up. great. But for those of you good. that it was very good tasting, I I tried it too. Well, I think did you try it or no? No, Joe. No, right? it, was, it was since Augusta and Albie have become so close. It's like anytime there's a cool thing that we get sent, Albie's like, "Oh, I got to get for Gus. It's Text team, her, tell, no, tell her to come hang." We are, we are Team Augusta. But for those of you that do not know, okay, there's a better way to break your ha- bad habits, and there's not like you know the things I do. Like you know, last time I I copped some really disgusting things about my toenails. I'm not gonna do it again in front of the present company, but. Uh, we are talking about our sponsor, Fume. They look at a problem in a very different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? So it's an innovative, award-winning device. Instead of electronic, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. And they were really, really, really good. I was actually surprised. It was very fresh-tasting. And they come with a bunch of different packs in it. So, like, when they run out, you're, you're ready to roll. Um, and it was a very – I don't know. I liked it a lot. So, uh, the look of it is very, very cool, too. It's got a really cool, like, like the wooden knob on the end and everything. There it's very like great. A, um, I think it was but, a white cranberry or something. It was good. Flavor. Yeah. I didn't get to try it, but I really wanted to try that. So, gosh, I'm going to have to borrow the well, gift you Well, I got you. We had the, we had the code. So, you know, so stopping is something we all want to put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume 
in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code ALBI to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume.com and use code ALBI to save additional 10% off your order today. That's tryfume.com slash ALBI, A-L-B-I-E, uh, and save an additional 10% off your order, which we will do. We'll, we'll start just throwing fumes around. But um, that was that was my first time doing a uh, uh, ad read in front of you know my in laws, and it was just, that was that was something. That was an experience for me. I felt very that was like as close to feeling naked as I can. And also, uh, Chelsea's dad's been been marching up and down around the windows where we're recording the entire time. Never does. I can see. It, do you think he's he's waiting for the invite in? No. He totally is. Yeah, he really yeah. is, right? This is, but you know what though? Him and my father are the exact same person. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. It really is. They're, like, they're, they're obviously differences, right? But they're very, like, dad, like, whenever we're about to record and we're going to go downstairs, dad's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll come down. And he's like a fan favorite, you know? And it's like one of those things that I, I just, I'm getting the vibe right now. He's not, but he's not looking inside, you know what I mean? Like, he's got just, uh, you know, like the ear shut away. Maybe it was the music stuff. Should I play Celebration and see what happens? <laughs> I think he's just, he does not like having parties. You know what you should play? Maybe you should play. Well, I'm going to, I think if we're on the same page <laughs> right now, you know where I'm going. So what I was going to tee up was Chell and I finally picked our wedding song and we're not going to get into it. We haven't told anybody, but it's an out there kind of song. It's very different. Uh, we'll do a little contest, see who can guess it. No, you don't know it. But, but we didn't tell anybody. No. You changed it up? I don't think, yeah, I don't think we've told anybody. But before your your dad might accidentally walk in, Chell. Oh, here we go. It's a, he he knew it. He's Jerry, stopping it right now. We should lock the door. We should lock the door. Oh, no. He went so, away. <laughs> you know what? He he might regret it. He's gonna he might be upset with me. I want to clear this with him before bringing it up. But about a month ago, Gus was in I suppose the attic or you know the just the the closet. It was it was something of a you know just kind of like a it's where a bunch of storage was. And yeah. thought she heard an animal. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm not really the guy you call for a raccoon. Like, we saw two <laughs> raccoons the other day, and I just screamed at the window. I was like, get out of here. There was no one else home, and I was terrified. So I texted in the group chat, and Albie came to my rescue. Well, this this house is an assault on the senses, okay? They're, the dogs are, are everywhere, and then I go I go in there. Me and Chella are there. We run upstairs. You know, we got <laughs> Gus has got a robot. She's like, I hear something. Eden's in there. She's like, just kill it, whatever it is. Like, don't go near the walls. So I go up there. You guys are going to love Eden to death. And then, um, so I go up there. Chell comes with me and comes back down, and she's holding a CD. Oh, God. Okay. Now, that CD is in the drawer, I believe, to Chelsea's right. It's also instilled in my brain for probably the rest of my life. I'm not going to say it, but what was the title of the CD? In the marker, title, written in Sharpie. Wait, I know exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Between the sheets. <laughs> no, Anthony's under the sheets oh, in oh parentheses. 
so I for, need to take a picture of this. So I have I, I actually I, I had to call the producer. I am dying to so I, I had to hit up Nando. Uh I would like to do a song reveal party of what's on this. <laughs> do you remember what's on the C D? And how old is this C D? Is there anything you want to get into? It's old. <laughs> Mind you, it was next to like other CDs that said like Anthony's R&B jams. And then Anthony's like, I think it was like Car Ride Smooth. And like, I don't know. There were such weird titles. No, you know what though? I want to make fun of the titles, but that's what you did. Oh, I'm that's sorry. Literally I you know, burning, you did burning the CDs. CDs like that's course. what it was. Yeah. But like, never, you know. I never can say with, you know. All honesty, I've never made an under the sheets CD. I mean, if you have, hey, write in and let us know. However, I don't think even if I did make one and that was the intentions of all the songs on the CD, I don't think I would ever write it on the outside of my CD. Do we bring him in on this or do we allow him to hear this and do we devote an entire episode to what is on this CD? I think an episode reveal, like we play the CD and then he needs to tell us why. Those songs are on there. So was this broken out? Did he say, hey, we made, I, I made this for us? Did you guys make it together? Or were you just listening to it the entire time? Did you discover it the way we did? Okay, so Anthony is from Staten Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you look at the uh, uh, writing, it kind of looks a little bit more like Anthony instead of Anthony now that you say that. So when I met him and I first came to visit, he actually, like, they were so into their music and their cars and, like, everything. And he literally, every time he would get out of the car, he would remove the radio. It was called, like, um... Like, so nobody stole it? Yeah, like, but it was a big thing. Like, yeah. you pulled the whole radio out of the car. So I was like, okay. And I'm from Maryland, so landing in Staten Island was very, very just different for me <laughs> and like he walked around like it was a purse and you just kept your radar just with would you take it everywhere you would go like we go into the restaurant and just sit on the table yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god what is that but very into music and i want to say it was definitely god i hope i think it was past the eight track stage <laughs> So I think the CDs were really big and you would make your own CDs and you can write on them and he would make them all the time. And did he, did you, were you aware, did you contribute to what's on the CD? I did not. Do you know what's on the CD? I'm going to guess that there are, I'm trying to think like, um, this wouldn't be on there, but some of his songs were like Diamond Girl. Like- oh my God. <laughs> I love that song. Oh my god! If you like, no, hush, I just hush, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, okay. And All I right. was like, I've never even heard this song before. That's hell, hell of a time to hear it. Um. So okay, this is this is gold. Uh, Dad apparently was very into like rollerblading back then and stuff. Like he would like put on his like. Walkman, is that the right? Nah, thing to come say? on. No. Like, like at like and he skate would, like, park, go, like rollerblading, like outside like, with, or like, like friends and stuff. Like it was the cool <laughs> thing to do. He'd be like, like yeah. synchronized rollerblading. Was he like that? Like, like the no, they'd go to like style? a roller rink with like their dates and stuff. But they'd like put in their like Walkman. Is that the right term? Like Walkman? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he would like dance to whatever music was in his head and just his song for skating. The double Dutch bus. Oh my god! Okay, so first of all, I'm I'm googling right now roller skate shops in Italy. 
Uh, because <laughs> I did, it just has to happen. This is I, I'm actually right now I'm actively getting anxious and a, and a little anxiety about how many problems that might be causing with your father right now when he listens to this. Uh, he's gonna happen. He's gonna be in his car right now. He's gonna, I can see it. He's gonna go. Come on, come on, just like that. He's gonna no, be screaming he's gonna at the be radio. in his glory, please. He's gonna like. He's gonna be like. I can't wait to talk about his old. Didn't he have like an old Corvette that he would clean every day and. He's going to be blast to the past loving to talk about this. He's a Staten Island emoji. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, if you put in the GIF Staten Island, he should show up. It really is. I mean, come on. Am I wrong? Some of his outfits were just... Okay. We're going to need wow. all His vibes. He's got, like, um, early Bruno Mars vibes. Oh, yeah. It looks exactly like Bruno Mars. Like, the glasses. Yes. When yes. he didn't even need glasses, he had 20-20 vision. But I probably got that from him because I always wore glasses growing up. Um, and I don't need glasses. He would have that like cool, um, the baggy pants and like the nice, like cool shirts and like linen super. Everything was, he dressed really cool. But it was the late eighties. So every, like the fashion was very, very different, like very out there, you know? (laughs) I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, I really am. All right. So this is what we're going to do. Uh, I, I, we need to table this. I think we need to to to. I need a whole dis- discography on this entire thing. I want to know how it was produced, why why you picked it. I want to know what songs are on there. I want to want. I want to know the order of the songs and why. I want to know everything about this. At the same time, I wanted to know nothing about this at all. <laughs> so we're gonna get in here, dear Albumavek at gmail We're gonna have play a little game. You're gonna guess our wedding song, and we're gonna guess the songs that are on the under the sheets playlist. And let's see how we how we do, how the community does. DRLBMailbag.gmail.com. We love you guys. Gus, how was your first DRLB experience? Painless. It was good. You did great. It went well. You did great. I, I couldn't really see myself being much of a podcast talker, but it's going well. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. Mother-in-law, how, how are we feeling? I'm feeling we good. Finally, we finally broke the, you know, it's gonna, this is going to be a, this is a bit of a lightning rod show. We really got into it like right away. It was I, fun. We I'm can hoping talk about I didn't, a lot of things. Know. No. I mean, there are many, many things. <laughs> no, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it will not be the last time. But I uh, love you guys. Thank you all for being here. And thank you for turning in. Shelly, any last words? No. <laughs> I think I'm good. Happy to be back. <laughs> we will catch you guys later. Bye.